Hey guys, it's Kristen. We're going to get into the episode in just a second, but there's something I have to tell you about. One of the biggest questions I get as a holistic nutrition coach is, how do you deal with the summer and still maintain your goals? Does this sound familiar to you? The snow is finally melted and you see your friends and family posting on social media that they're getting their summer bodies ready. Maybe they're using the hashtag hot girl summer like last year, or maybe they're hitting the gym twice a day to make sure they look good in that bikini. You know the pool and beach season is upon us, but so are cookouts, graduation parties, holidays, and family get-togethers. Each occasion brings more side dishes, more desserts, and of course, more guilt that you didn't stick to that diet you wanted to. Guess what? You don't need a diet when you're confident in your nutrition. Instead of letting the chaotic summer schedule take over, I'm going to share five key ways to balance your nutrition in the summer months in my live masterclass on June 6th at 8 p.m. Central Time. In this masterclass, we're going to talk about making the most out of seasonal produce, balancing your nutrition, how to enjoy summer events without the guilt, and more. Every person who registers for the masterclass will get lifetime access to the replay, so if you can't make it live, don't worry. I would love to see you there, and there's two bonuses that if you sign up now, you'll get your hands on. Welcome to Be Your Best Self-Health Chats, weekly casual conversations about taking health into your own hands. I am your host, Kristen Longacre. We're going to talk about the balancing active nutrition this week, and chances are you've heard me say that word a few times this week if you've been on social media, Um, but honestly, it's something I talk about all the time with my clients, with my nutrition confidence students so much of our nutrition comes back to balance. And it really is a balancing act because of the society we live in. There's not only the balancing of your normal macronutrients, which we've talked about, is protein, carbs, and fat, but there's also the balance of whole foods versus processed foods. There's organic versus non-organic. There's life and eating at a restaurant, eating at home, eating at an event, eating at home. There's healthy foods versus non-healthy foods. There's so much we could get into with balance. So I want to tackle a little bit of that today. So let's start with the macronutrient balance. We talked about macronutrients over the last three weeks. So if you haven't had a chance, go back and listen to all of those because we've talked about the proteins and how much protein you need in your diet. We've talked about the carbs and why low carb diets aren't necessarily the answer. And we've talked about fats and why low fat diet isn't necessarily the answer and why fats are so important to your body. But with those macronutrients, it's the key is finding your body's proper balance specifically for the goals that you have going on right now. So for example, if your goal is to build a lot of muscle mass, chances are you're going to be higher in protein in your carbo or in your carbohydrates, in your macronutrients. But if your goal is simply to maintain your health, your protein, carbs and fat are going to be more of a balanced equal divided up diet. So that's what you've got to kind of figure out what works best for your body when it comes to macronutrients. And yes, there are people out there who have macro calculators that will tell you exactly what to eat for your goal down to the gram. 
But really what it's going to come down to, even if those calculators tell you what's right, that might still not be right. Keeping in mind, it's an online calculator that is not specific to you. You still may have to tweak that. You still have to make adjustments based on what an online calculator tells you. So really with macronutrients, it's finding the balance of protein, carbs, and fat. It gives your body the right amount of energy that helps keep your mood in check because we know that all three of those can affect your mood and that helps keep you feeling the best version of yourself, right? So simple but not so simple way to balance your meals. Then we get into the whole foods versus processed foods debate. And that's another form of balance that we really need to talk through because there are people that fall very that fall very high on the eat only whole food spectrum but also living in the society we live in today that's not always the most budget friendly option nor is it the most available option so depending on where you live whole foods may be more expensive and i'm not talking about the store i'm talking about going into your regular grocery store and buying produce buying lettuce buying apples and oranges and berries and grains and all of that. I'm not talking about the grocery store when we talk about Whole Foods because I know that's even less accessible. But that might not necessarily be the most budget-friendly option, especially depending on the time of the year. So like in winter months, especially here in the Midwest or going more up north, getting some of those seasonal produce like the apples or the oranges or whatever that don't, well, the oranges, I guess, not necessarily the apples, but like the oranges are still expensive up here during the winter months. And even as we're moving into summer with everything going on with the world right now, specifically the U.S., I guess. But um, I've noticed that the summer produce discounts aren't necessarily showing in every store. Some stores I can get strawberries for $2 for a giant package and other stores it's $9. So I recognize that it's not always doable to focus on just whole foods. There's going to have to be a balance where you're going to have to buy those prepackaged meals or the prepackaged fruits and vegetables, whatever. But there's also going to have to be a balance of like chicken nuggets versus chicken breasts. <laughs> because I realize budget friendly wise, like chicken nuggets are much cheaper than buying fresh chicken breasts. Um, so finding that balance that works for you is key. Knowing your family, knowing your options, knowing who you live with, even if it's not family, knowing where you're at with what you prefer whole foods wise. So like if you are somebody who would way rather splurge on like fruits and veggies and stuff versus eating out twice a week, then use that right there to your advantage to buy whole foods. But also recognize that it's okay to buy the frozen broccoli, the frozen green beans and stuff like that. They're not necessarily processed, they're more frozen and preserved. So just keeping an eye on what you're eating and what the ingredients are is going to be key. So whole foods versus processed foods, I don't recommend necessarily going strict whole foods, although that is the best option for your health. That may not be the best option for your pocketbook or those that you live with because they might hate you. <laughs> you take away all of their frozen foods and snack foods. But just find balance. Know that Whole Foods is going to be best for your body, but also know that you can still eat healthy while still eating a handful of processed foods. So again, balance there is key. 
Then we jump into the organic versus non-organic debate. And again, this is going to be another situation where it's going to depend on your pocketbook. It's going to depend on your budgets. It's going to depend on what's available around you. Um, I know this time of the year getting organic is going to be a little bit cheaper, hopefully, but it's also going to be a little bit more available depending on where you live. You can buy from local farms. That might be the best option and they might not all be organic and that's okay. But I bring up the organic versus non-organic debate because there is another, there are another group of people that will fall on the hill of you have to buy only organic. However, again, balance is key. So what's the difference between organic and non-organic foods? Generally speaking, and there's, this could go, you could go really, really deep into this hole. So if you are interested in it, I would definitely suggest doing some research on it because I'm going to go super high level here. But when it comes to organic versus non-organic, generally speaking, organic means that they aren't using any pesticides to kill bugs and whatnot. Or if they are using pesticides, they are all a very natural form of pesticide. So there's no chemicals going into your foods when they are being grown. And there is, depending with the meats, there's no extra hormones injected, etc. So again, that means that it's harder to grow in bulk or it's harder to, in terms of like animals, if you're going into that route, they don't produce as much meat when they are not injected with extra hormones. So those are going to be harder for farmers to produce in as much bulk when it comes to the amount of food they're able to sell. Therefore, the price of it is a little bit more expensive because they can't make as much off of one blueberry plant as they would off of 10 blueberry plants, I guess, if that makes sense. So that's why organic is going to be a little bit more expensive. And again, this is super high level and you can go down a hundred rabbit holes with this one. And I really do recommend you do if that is something that is important to you. Do your research. Get an understanding of what that all means. So... Spend some time with that, but also know that balance is okay. Wash your fruits and vegetables when you come home with them. Decide on what's important for your family when it comes to meat. Personally, we prefer to buy the organic meat, but I'm fine buying fruits and vegetables that mean I have to wash them three or four times. But again, know what is right for you and your family. Find the right balance, organic versus non-organic. It depends based on what you want. Wash your vegetables regardless, but you know what I mean. So then we have the balance with life, right? The balance with the events, the social hours, the eating dinner out, the balance with the parties, stuff like that, and your health goals. <laughs> Those two things don't always go hand in hand, especially if your goals are, I want to lose a certain amount of weight, or if your goal is, I really want to focus on being healthy, sticking to regaining my energy, going gluten-free, removing dairy from my diet, etc. That doesn't always equate to things are easy to do at a summer graduation party where there is pizza and wings and anything you can't read a label on, right? So when it comes to balance with life <laughs> or balance with things going on this summer, know that it's not the end of the world if you go off your nutrition plan for a day. 
It is one day. The world will not end. However, something to consider is how miserable you might feel if you do. Personally, I like to try to find those specific days where I know, okay, it's going to be a day. Like for me, the 4th of July, I'm going to enjoy it all day long. Not caring about food. However, when I'm going to like a graduation party or birthday parties or whatnot, I'm going to be a little bit more focused because I know that if I eat that heavy amount of pizza or if I eat all those side dishes with the pasta, the gluten and all that stuff, I'm going to feel miserable. So the key is knowing your body and what your body can control. Are you sensing a little bit of a theme here? <laughs> a lot of it's going to come back to your body. However, there are plenty of ways that you can go to a graduation party and still eat for your goals. And there are plenty of ways that you can go to a birthday party or a social hour with work or go out to eat with friends and still manage to balance your goals and do it in a healthy way. It doesn't have to be, I'm going out to dinner, so I'm going to just blow all of my goals out of the water. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to a graduation party, so I might as well not even bother to eat healthy today. It doesn't have to be that way. And there are plenty of ways to balance that out. Lucky for you, I'm going to share those ways in a live masterclass on June 6th at 8 p.m. Central Time. And don't worry if you can't make it on live, you will have unlimited all-time access to the replay. It's only $19.95 if you sign up before June 1st. And on June 1st, the price is going to go up to $29.95. So the link is in the notes below. So make sure to come register Save your spot and we are going to share my five tips for balancing your nutrition and your goals in the summer months. Whether your goal is to just maintain your health this summer or your goals are super duper strict where you want to really just nail it down, tone up, lose weight, rock that swimsuit this summer, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever your goals are this summer, nutrition is going to play a part in them. So come join me on June 6th at 8 p.m. Central Time for this live masterclass, Crash Course to Balancing Your Summer Nutrition. All the information is on the website linked below. At the end of the day with, with nutrition, it's going to come down to balance. We've talked about many different ways to balance your nutrition, but it's going to be up to you to make the decisions to balance it. What ways are you balancing this week? I'd love to hear about it. Have a wonderful week, everybody.